Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it is your mate Bags here. Sonia and I absolutely love putting this podcast together for you. Now, if you are loving what we are doing, we would love a bit of your help and it's absolutely free. If you listen to us on Apple, make sure you hit the subscribe button or the little plus button at the top of the app. Or if you listen to us on Spotify, hit the follow button. Now, this lets the apps know that you are loving what we are doing, which is so helpful for us. And also, if you can share this podcast with your friends, it helps us get the word out there. We're now heard in 740 cities around the world, which is absolutely wild. And don't forget, while you're there, make sure you follow our closed Facebook group as well. We feel like we are building a community and we want more people to come and join us. So thanks for listening. Coming up today, Alec Baldwin to be charged with involuntary manslaughter. This is Tied Up, a podcast where we discuss and dissect the biggest pop culture stories that have made an impact. My name is Simon Baggs. And I'm Sonia Jarshan. Big episode today, Son. Huge. It's going to get very serious. going to be a lot of information thrown at you guys. Yeah. So bear with us because it's very important that we get this information right. Uh, just before we get to this as well, we asked for this on Tuesday, but if you do get the chance um, to share our podcast with one of your friends and yeah. help us get the word out about Tied Up, it's helping us grow and get bigger and get into different countries. I believe we're in over 61 countries it's now. insane. And like over 400 cities around the world. Yeah. We actually asked if you could get into, if you're listening to us on Apple, and you know, you don't really get this feature on the other platforms, but if you're listening to us on Apple, if you can give us a, a comment and a star rating, but in that comment, let us know which city you're listening to us from and which episode you enjoy the most, just so that we can get some of your feedback. We would love that. And yeah. that also helps us move up the charts as well. It would be well. so good. And I am going to give you guys some homework, but it's not going to be hard, I promise. If you could just tell one of your friends about us, it would help us out enormously. If you are a big fan, spread the word because it, it really does help us continue to keep giving you this great content. All right, let's get stuck into today. What are we tied up with this week? Alec Baldwin and the charges of involuntary manslaughter, a story that has been flooding the news cycles and rocked Hollywood for the past two years, is, of course, the death of cinematographer Helena Hutchins at the hands of actor Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin could face prison time of up to five years for involuntary manslaughter. Today, we're going to break down everything we know about what happened on the set of the film Rust. On October 21 of 2021, at the Bonanza Creek Ranch in Bonanza City, New Mexico in the US, cinematographer Helena Hutchins was fatally shot. Director Joel Souza was injured on the set of the film Rust when a live round was discharged from a revolver used as a prop by Alec Baldwin. As you can imagine, after the incident occurred, there was a lot of panic on the set and the script supervisor called 911 immediately. Now, I'm going to play you the call that was made to emergency services. Take a listen to this. Santa Fe Fire and EMS on the location of emergency. Two people accidentally shot on a movie set by a prop gun. We need help immediately. Okay, Nanza Creek Ranch. Come on. Stay on the phone with me. We're going to get some help, okay? 
director and our cameraman, cameraman has been shot. Are they going to take him to the road? So was it loaded with a real bullet or one? I don't. I cannot tell you that. Okay. We have two injuries from a movie gun shot. Okay. We're getting them out there already. Just stay on the phone with me. Okay. Okay. I just fucking that yelled at me at lunch because asking about revisions. This motherfucker. Did you see him lean over my table and yell at me? He's supposed to check the guns. He's responsible for the team now, Mimi. No, no, no. I'm a script supervisor. How, I ran how many sitting, people were injured? Two I, that I know of. I was sitting. We were rehearsing, and it went off, and I ran out. We all ran out. Is there any serious bleeding? I don't know. I ran out of the building. What that's we needed. That's fine. I still have to go through these. Okay. Are they completely alert? We don't know. Maybe. Hello. Where on the Where on the property are you guys? Okay, they're getting there as quick as they can. Um, help us on the way, okay? If you can- okay? According to reports, Alec Baldwin had been practicing drawing his gun from his holster. A bullet pierced Joel Souza's shoulder, then fired directly into Helena Hutchins' chest. She was rushed to hospital where she was later pronounced dead. According to a warrant from the police investigation, the gun Alec Baldwin fired was handed to him loaded with a live round by assistant director Dave Halls, who told him it was cold, meaning it didn't have any live rounds. According to the Los Angeles Times, crew members quit the production a couple of hours before the shooting occurred over concerns related to safety. Some of the complaints referred to gun inspections and COVID-19 protocols not being followed. Three crew members who were on the set told the LA Times that there were two accidental prop gun discharges before the fatal shooting happened. So from what we've just heard, it sounds like there were major concerns about the safety on the set of Rust. Several crew members going to the LA Times speaking about how they felt unsafe, people quitting the job before the fatal shooting happened because of of the safety procedures that weren't being followed. There's a lot going on and it sounds like no one was being held responsible for taking charge of the safety procedures on the set. As you can imagine, attention was immediately drawn to the set's armor. For those who don't know, on a huge set like that, if there are weapons involved, there is always an armorer on set. That person is responsible for loading and handing weapons to cast members as well as checking them. So that role is massive. And every show you watch, every film you watch that has a weapon, even if it's a knife, an armorer is on set. I would have just thought use fake guns, use fake knives, use fake Make it fake, but I guess it needs to look authentic when it's on screen, right? These guns bags, some of them are, when you say a prop gun, it's not necessarily a real gun. It has blanks in it, but sometimes blanks can fire. It's not necessary at all anymore. It's never been necessary. Like, I'm sure we all understand we're watching a movie. You don't actually have to shoot the person. That's so true. It's so true. But maybe they were doing it because they needed the reaction from the person so that when it does hit their chest or whatever of it is, course. they do kind of flinch or... Like, the camera can tell if it's fake. Mm. So this is not something new. Weapons have been on sets for years 
this is just a horrible accident yeah. gone wrong. The armorer on the set was a 24-year-old woman named Hannah Grutesque-Reed. She was an inexperienced armorer and reports about her recklessness on other film sets started to flood in. Sources claim that Hannah had a history of reckless behavior after she previously gave a child actor a gun without checking it on the set of Nicolas Cage's film The Old Way. In December of 2021, Alec Baldwin did an interview with the ABC in America where he denied pulling the trigger. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. In August 2022, the FBI released its report into the case. Their findings were based on forensic analysis of the gun. They stated that Alec had to have pulled the trigger in order for it to fire if the gun was cocked like he said it was. Alec then doubled down on the fact that he did not pull the trigger and told Chris Como on his YouTube show that the only question to ask is who put the real bullet into the prop gun. Take a listen to this. So if you pull the hammer back and you don't lock the hammer, if you pull the hammer back pretty far, in old Western movies you'd see someone fan the hammer of the gun. The hammer didn't lock. You pulled it back to an extent where it would fire the bullet without you pulling the trigger, without you locking the hammer. The man who's the principal safety officer on the set of the film declared that the gun was safe when he handed it to me. Now, why did he say that if he didn't know, if he hadn't checked? The point is, all of us were told that everything was cool and you can relax and we're working with a gun that's safe to rehearse with. There's only one question to ask here. Who put a live round in the gun? That's it. There is no other question to ask. Now, in that same interview, Alec was asked why he hired Amra Hannah because remember, Alec was a producer on the film and therefore had the power to decide who worked on it. He is what he told Chris Como. Even though this doesn't pertain to me and my responsibilities, nobody came to the production and said, don't hire her. She was hired. She's in a union. There was no complaint. No one came to the producers and said, the producers are blameless for that. I will say, even though I have my issues with them, the producers are not people who um, uh, were warned not to hire. Do you think they, they that the producers had reason to know that there were screwed up things happening on that set, that there could be danger? Uh, that's a much more in involved question that I don't want to get into now. But the bottom line is, is that there are people I spoke to who I admire and respect. And I said to them, did you think that this was an unsafe set? And they said, no. So... It does to me sound like Alec is doubling down, like you said, Bags. He's explaining himself, but then not really giving any answers. He's saying, well, why would I as a producer not hire Hannah? She was in a union. She had all the qualifications. He wasn't told anything bad ahead of this. All these reports came out after the fact. So I kind of understand where he's coming from, but it does sound like it was a very unsafe set and something he should have been across. If he's a producer, you should be across that stuff. It's your film. Now, Helena's family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against Alec Baldwin and others involved in the production, saying he directly caused her death and that he was negligent in his handling of the gun, not to mention safety protocols on the set. In October of 2022, that lawsuit was settled and the filming of Russ continued with Alec Baldwin stepping down as executive producer. Now, while things may have been settled civilly, there's still a criminal investigation taking place and the district attorney addressed the press on Friday the 20th of January 2023 saying there was sufficient evidence to file criminal charges against Alec Baldwin. 
The DA is prosecuting Alec Baldwin and Hannah Grotesque-Reed on charges of involuntary manslaughter. Now, you might be thinking, how can they charge them when it is an accident? Well, the DA explained that in an interview with CNN, and here is what she said. Just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. Um, our involuntary manslaughter statute covers unintentional killings, unintentional homicides. Unintentional means they didn't mean to do it. They didn't have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway. Way, and it happened because of more than mere negligence, because of they, exer- they didn't exercise due caution or circumspection. And that's what happened here. And is Baldwin being charged as an actor who was holding the gun or as a producer on the set who was negligent about the safety standards? Can you help describe that? He's being charged as both. Um, he was the actor that pulled the trigger. But also as a producer, he also had a duty to make sure that the, sa- the set was safe. Nobody was doing their job. There were three people that if they had done their job that day, this tragedy wouldn't have happened. And that's David Halls, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed, and Alec Baldwin. If they had just done their basic duties, we wouldn't be standing. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Now, the question remains, will Alec Baldwin go to jail? And this all depends on the outcome of court proceedings. To convict Alec Baldwin of manslaughter, assuming the case does go to trial, the prosecutor will have to convince a jury of two things. The first, that Alec Baldwin could not reasonably rely on Hannah Grotesque-Reed to do her job and ensure that the gun did not have any live ammunition in it. And the second, that Alec Baldwin acted recklessly or at least with criminal negligence by not checking the gun and the ammunition himself before pointing the weapon at the person he killed. So to wrap it all up, Alec Baldwin is facing two charges. Here is the first charge, involuntary manslaughter, a fourth degree felony that carries a maximum sentence of 18 months in prison. The second charge, involuntary manslaughter in the commission of a lawful act is also punishable with up to 18 months in prison, but prosecutors tacked on a firearm enhancement to the charge, which would mean Baldwin could spend a maximum of five years behind bars. That's wild. Yeah. And we don't know the outcome just yet. There's going to be more news on this. It really doesn't look good for Alec Baldwin right now. Like criminal charges, this is a huge disaster for him personally. And I could not imagine how he would be feeling in this moment. Life is so fragile, right? And there's moments that happen in people's lives. Mm. And this is such a pivotal moment. Totally. You know, one moment Alec is on a set filming a film, doing his daily routine that he's done for many years. And then the next moment, you know, he's being accused of shooting someone. Of murder. Yeah. Yeah. And he's been going through this for two years now. No doubt he will have some very savvy lawyers on his side to help him get out of these convictions. I can't help but feel that there is going to be some jail time for Alec and it would be interesting to find out if he has to do it in a prison or at home. At home, or, how does yeah. it work? Like, mm. is he going to get special treatment? Like, he is a very big celebrity. Uh, they can't just slap him with a fine and say, thanks, you know, you're done. 
I, I feel like there has to be some kind of resolution with this. So we will bring you more information on this case as it comes to light, uh, but that's everything we know so far. All right, that is it for us today. Big episode, Son. It was really big. Yeah, pretty heavy too, right? It, oh, just that that 911 call got me good. Like, it was hectic to hear that. What would you do? Like, what would you do in that moment? I mean, you, your mind would be going all over the place, but I guess where my mind goes is like, why don't you go inside and actually pass on this information correctly? Totally. That's what I was thinking when I was hearing that call. I was like, just get there and because this lady who's on the line wants to know she so that needs she can. To know. Yeah, like know. the fact that she didn't know how many people were injured yeah. and, you know, were they breathing? Like, yeah. it, it was really, it was hard to hear. But very easy for us to say in hindsight, in a moment like that, uh, you can imagine that there's people running around everywhere. Everything is crazy. She would have just been told, call an ambulance, yeah. and that was all the information she had. Yeah. So, yeah. She's I, trying to process it herself. Absolutely. It's, just, yeah, it's, it's madness. Anyway, yeah, as you said, Zon, we will keep you updated on this. Uh, but. Well, I mean, it feels weird to say this right now, <laughs> yeah. but we will we'll see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday yeah. <laughs> Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.